Okay, we're back, constantly buried. I'm here, as usual, with James Rankin. But then also, I'm here with Elaine Matthews. Back by popular demand, rave reviews last time. So we said, we might as well get you back on again. Thanks for having me, guys. We have so much to cover. Um, we have the usual stuff, like underrated, overrated. We have shout-outs. We have recommendations. But then also, we have a new segment, which is an experiment for us. Yeah. We're going to look at programming. So we're going to look at a full week of programming as a preview. We're going to give you the workouts ahead of time. Mm. We're not going to do our daily episodes this week to see how people like it. We've had feedback about the podcast before. We're getting a lot of people listening to the daily one, right? Yeah, it's getting really popular. Uh, but we're seeing if this will be preferable because some people would love it in long form ahead of time. So we're going to see as an experiment how it sits. So we're going we're gonna to cover all the workouts and we're gonna get into like our favorite ones. We're gonna dive deep on some of them. So uh, all that's to come. Before that, we normally do a training check-in to start with. This week, a little different. We're gonna do training lessons from the past two weeks. Is there anything you took away either as an athlete or as a coach that pe- might help someone? James, you're first. Um, yes, <laughs> there is. There's always lessons. Um, the thing that stuck out to me the most recently is the importance around the little details and this is something you kind of i was about to say harp on a bit about as well <laughs> that's that's not how i mean it you emphasize the importance of it and it's one of those things that every time you say it there's a little yeah 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 but then every now and again there's like a, oh you know the details really fucking matter um and for me in my training at the minute we're we're in this new cycle where we're focusing on snatching again and i'm trying to change my snatch technique with teeny tiny little microscopic details my hands are like half a centimeter wider on each side and i'm trying to use my legs more and it's a really when i train i switch off my brain that's how i have got the best results but to learn something new i have to switch it back on get really internal again and i'm like concentrating max effort and i'm not used to having to do that anymore so snatches feel really weird really hard really clunky to the point where people commented on it on Monday when they see me do it. I was like, oh, it looks as weird as it feels then. But I know that th- it, it, this is like a, in my mind, a very deliberate lateral step. It's not a, I'm not viewing it as a backward step. It's a lateral one in order for me to make some progress forward. Because I, not that I completely maxed out, but I, I think I got pretty strong, pretty good at snatching, snatching one way. And now something kind of is going to have to give. So is there any refreshing of that? You know, you're, you're, it's new. Yeah. Because you, it probably has been the same way for a long yeah, time. Yeah, a long time. Is it just frustration or is there anything like... Uh, no, there's a real excitement around it. Because I... How do I say this? I sound like an asshole. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think you can. I don't think I can. <laughs> there's not a lot of things we do in here, even whenever you throw in new movements, that I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can... I'm just like, yeah, I'll do it. We talked about this earlier. When we went for a coffee. I have a a disease. I call how hard could it be? Itis. <laughs> I just view everything that way. How hard could that be? Like, I can do it. I might have to work, but I'll get it. So every time you add in a new burpee or something or other, I'm like, I'll probably be the best at this. I'll I'll try really hard and I'll get it. I just have that. So this is nice for the snatch. Yeah, it's an exciting thing because I I think I could hit some pretty big numbers if I stick at it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, the the, poten- the possibility of new potential opening Yeah, up. that's what excites me, yeah. Like, the actual process of it is, like, in the moment, I'm like... <sighs> like, Amy nearly snatched the same as me on Monday, do you know what I mean? No offence to Amy. 
I'm way stronger than her. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, can you give people a reason why you've made an adjustment? I want to snatch more. <laughs> yeah, but so so what was it? You widen your grip. I've widened my grip, and I have a really good hip drive, but a really bad leg drive whenever I snatch and clean. And this is something you've threatened to help me change or make me change for two years. And coercion. Yeah, coercion. Is that the reason? <laughs> no. I like I, I understood it. I, I didn't have massive training goals whenever I started working here. Whereas now I'm kinda back into like game day has definitely changed this a lot for me. Having this one big clear focus point where I'm like, Oh yeah, I actually want to do really well at this. And there's an element of a lot of my role as a coach. I like to very deliberately try and lead by example. I, I like to move well. Not just because I like moving well, but because I want other people to move well and part of coercion, whatever we want to call it, coaching, manipulation, all of that is if I can do it, it helps other people do it yeah, a bit yeah. better too. And and changing an old way is another way of doing that, right? Yeah. Because it's hard thing to do. It's very hard. We like the old Even just the slippers. acceptance of coming to do it. Whereas like on Monday, every time I picked up the bar, I was so tempted to move my hands a little bit closer and <laughs> just go heavier. I'm like, just go, just go heavier. Just do heavier. So tempting, so yeah, and then I I see how that applies to my coaching then because I I I've tried to get I was talking to you about this again recently where with some things as I've got clearer in my communication and my knowledge is a bit clearer in my head a bit more organized I'm able to get a bit more granular with some stuff and like really dive into more micro details and then talk to some people in the class and go here I know they said that thing at the top of the room but you should ignore it because it's not for you like I'm able to separate the details now even better again and I see how effective that is so it's just an, a, a little bit of a taking my own medicine with that shit as well Deadly. very cool Elaine Matthews any lessons for us um, so as you are both aware I've had a bit of a tough two weeks um, personally so I have been OTPing the last two weeks which has been a bit of a revelation for me uh, it's not something I would ever do or I tried it one time and made up my own rep scheme and didn't really follow the RTP it's something as a coach I encourage if someone says they're having a bad day or if they're coming back from an injury or they're going through something RTP is always there I always encourage it as a coach but it's not something I've ever uh, taken on myself and for me the last two weeks it's been a lifesaver because I've been able to come in knowing that I haven't slept haven't eaten have had stuff going on um, and I've been able to get a great session in um, and as a result yesterday I had my first non-RTP session and it was like I hadn't I hadn't missed any time yes I've had two weeks of average workouts but I was able to get straight back into it yesterday and it felt really good to go full tilt um, but yeah just the the the, the pressure it was I was able to take the pressure off myself for two weeks and that felt really really nice uh, to come in and move yeah I totally hear you that and that's what it does for me as well there are days where my head is too full yeah. I've had pressures in, from all directions and the pressure to go out and perform in a workout just isn't isn't going to help me and be able to say okay but I can go out and move through the same thing as everyone mm -hmm. else be with everyone else in the workout but just get some movement done it's it's absolutely brilliant it's a lifesaver so it's cool that you've kind of discovered it a year later which is yeah, which is nice <laughs> sorry about that jamie <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me you know that you you said you came in and did an rx workout was it yesterday yes so the process of getting back to that was that just like you're f starting to feel better and naturally you just wanted to yeah i felt uh i had gotten sleep i've 
eating I'm back to um, just my focus I'm now able to focus on training again I had other things that mm. I needed to focus on um, but the I don't have doms today I don't have you know those sort of things that I could have very easily taken two weeks out of training but I was able to come into the gym say hey coach you know what's going on I can't deal with this today that's fine RTP's there and your coach is aware that you're not feeling great um, and yeah you're not missing training you can consistently show up get a workout in get some movement in and it did help to clear my head at, at what times when I needed it so yeah, I think people fear that they're going too easy on themselves yeah. by picking that option they're saying like I'm just taking the easy road but what I've found is I've had that same experience where I do it for a few days or a couple of weeks and then if you get consistent with that naturally the urge to start to push again comes back all yeah. of its of its own accord and you can listen to that and say actually no i'm ready for this workout today and it'll just naturally s transition back into it i don't think you even need to be that deliberate about it yeah so i think it's it's a really good tool that we've introduced and i think it's something that's indispensable now because we're just not robots and oh, life is right. not consistent and life is not just the same all the time and we need back off days yeah 100 so uh, that's cool. I, I think um, as coaches, we can get a bit like complacent around like announcing at the whiteboard and people can get a bit embarrassed about saying they're doing it. But it's the most important thing is it's normal. And in most classes you're in, there's somebody, at least somebody doing it yeah. quietly down the other end of the room. You don't even know. So you should always think about it's kind of different than scaling, right? Isn't the scaling option is like, um, that won't let me meet the stimulus today, but I'm still gonna go full tilt. Where the RTP is, I know I could or exit or I could scale it, but I don't want to go at full intensity today. Yeah. I wanna back off and give myself a bit of um, a bit of room to rest a bit more and recover a bit more. I always uh, talk to my morning crew and say when it comes to return to play, most of the time I want them leaving the gym a certain way and it's feeling better than when they came in. It's that reset, refresh, get what you need and nothing else, and we can leave it at that. And if that means taking extra time off, if that means going way louder on a weight, if that means scaling a movement, like that can all fall into it. But for me and the way I find it benefit me and my people, it's it's definitely a feeling that needs to come from it. Yeah, hundred percent. Deadly. Okay, so if you're feeling a bit back, a bit low any day this week. Give it a go if you haven't done it before and see is there something that you can introduce a bit more often then. Okay, Delhi. So uh, I'll go next. Um, and this, my lesson this week was really just from watching the game day events go down and see is there something that we can take into the next quarter that will make the results or the experience even better next time. So this is kind of from a coaching and programming point of view. Yeah, so the, the first thing is I was in Selbridge and Nace last Saturday um, and then I spoke to Christopher on Saturday evening who was in Smithfield and it just sounds like those game days went off like exactly the same as Dunleer and Santry. The vibe was focused on a performance but then also supportive, positive, social, like all the things we'd hoped was really fun atmosphere to be in. And I think I came away from that definitely convinced that this is better than the old benchmark weeks that we used to do. It's a great solution. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. And it was great to be able to just, you know, relax and have a barbecue and have some food and whatever else afterwards. Um, so well done, everyone who did game day in those three gyms over the weekend. Um, so my lesson from it, I think I take away 
from a results point of view, we did a SWOT analysis, right, uh, in the last, over the last two weeks. And one of the things that was stood out was the results. 23.1, Boo Chipper, uh, Jackie, all amazing results. And then the Clean and Jerk was very good results, but I don't think as high a consistently good result as the other three. I still think so many PRs, so many wins. But I also think, right, there's something, there's room there for us to improve the lifting side of it for the next quarter. <coughs> and I think the lesson for me was a uh, big difference from how we normally lift. People were lifting on their own or warming up on their own. So they had a warm up to guide themselves through to get out on the floor. There's a lot of unfamiliarity from the warm up to the warm up area to their lifting on a platform with people watching. So lots to contend with. So as coaches, we're thinking, well, how do we, rather than try to like coach everyone next time around on the day, is there a way that we can use a training process for the next three months to get people better prepared so that they go out and they're just a bit more familiar, a bit more planned. So that will be, for me, the lesson is, well, how can we build that into the process for everybody in the next three months? So if you're listening and you're training here, you should be thinking, well, the next time is a lifting day, what can I remember from the warm up? What mobility stuff should I do? Is there drills I can start practicing myself now? So that you you build a bit more autonomy, a little bit more control over how to do things. Because I guess we don't want to be a gym that just always holds your hands through everything. We're trying to teach you how to maintain your body, how to improve your training. If you go on holidays, you can do a good workout and you don't have to rely on us. We're trying to, like uh, James said earlier, you said it about making yourself obsolete. And that's, and that's the thing as a yeah, coach. It's a weird goal I have to try and make myself redundant. Yeah, because people just know themselves more and more and more. And the people who are training here longer, like knowledge is cumulative, right? People are building knowledge upon knowledge. And the more we gather for ourselves, the more the new stuff is more, more powerful, more useful to ourselves. So I think over the next three months, as a coaching team, we're thinking, how do we build a bit more independence and autonomy, especially around the lifting? I think that would be an interesting project for us all to get on board with so that's the lessons let's go on to our announcements so the first thing is um we have game day workouts yeah they're all out now they're all out so we've got a quarter we've got four tests like the last one two of them be on game day and then two will be at some stage between now and game day in their daily programming so uh james game day we have 20.5 I'm so excited for that and snatch which mm. one are you more excited about out of those two? Oh no the whole day both right, okay. uh, okay. you can't ask me that's like it's like asking someone with two kids to pick their favourite child you can't get them to do that snatch <laughs> on 20.5 um, yeah I love both absolutely both I'm looking forward to snatching Jamie there's <laughs> no doubt about that <laughs> No the doubts there the wall balls are not that attractive to you those ring muscle up things what huh <laughs> Yeah, okay. That was one of my favorite open workouts ever. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant one. Because it's partitioned, I think it's cool. Yeah. We announced that to the world. Yeah, like, uh, we were over in Boston, 5150, um, and we were, we were the people who CrossFit gave the announcement to. So we said we'd go big. We'd go to Reebok HQ, our main sponsor. So you can go onto YouTube and watch that video. You can go and watch it, yeah. Darina announced it, and uh, it was Pat Vellner against Annie Thor's daughter and what a cool workout it was the way that you, you can decide to say i'm going to start with the gymnastics 
I'll start with the roll, I'll start with the wall ball. You can kind of decide to start with a weakness, start with a strength. There's so much strategy in it. I think on game day, it'll mean everyone's going to be very much on their own path. It's not going to be so much of a race. Yeah, you can't tell who's in the lead with this at all. It's so... And everyone does something so different. Yeah, and, and I think we we programmed it this way because so many people did well in 23.1 they got all of the reps done up to the ring muscle-ups like there's so many scores that are like 180 which gets all the reps done except for ring muscle-ups it says to me that we're ready to progress in that area now that's if you don't have a pull-up yet your goal is to get a pull-up or get closer to it if you have a pull-up it's to get higher pull-ups like chest bars or maybe even a ring muscle-up in the next three months the programming will be set up for that and you should start thinking of what ring muscle ups and miles away. You should think, what progress can I make in the upper body pull in the next three months? That's the whole point. So we'll have that as a goal. And then we have all of that work capacity around the wall balls and the, the rowing. It's hard to beat them as a test. So uh, that's a fun one. So snatching then, we hadn't been snatching because we've been focused on clean jerk. So um, it's we just did some snatching Monday as a kind of a reintroduction of it. And we're going to be doing more regularly. Elaine, have you got um, a number in your head? So, at the start of the year, my goal was to get a 60 kilo snatch early this year, right? That's been All my right. goal. So, I've, I've been on 57 and a half for a while. And then I hurt my wrist. And I literally couldn't snatch a 15 kilo bar there for about two months. So, but the comeback is on. The wrist is feeling pretty good once I get it really warm. So, the, the dream is to get a 60 kilo snatch pre game day and then try and, and try uh, and beat it on game try day. Try and beat it, yeah. Uh, the 60, I really, really was sure I was going to get one early this year. Um, and then, unfortunately. 60 is a big number, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's such a lovely round number. I'll definitely cry. I will, I will cry with <laughs> happiness when I get my 60 kilo snatch. And I'm getting it. Amazing. Watch this space. And James, have you got a have you got a target for this? Do you know, or do you? Know? I have a. Do you know bag goals? Big hairy audacious goals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a big hairy audacious goal. Have you ever heard that before? A B hag, yeah. A B hag, yeah. But you, the H is silent. <laughs> yeah, and one ten is my big hairy audacious goal, and it's one of those things where I say it and I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever actually hit that, but I think just having that silly big number in my head like if i get even nearly close to it then i've made some fucking whopper progress well you were you were a centimeter away from in a pr and a cleaning jerk right yeah on game that would have been a lifetime pr cleaning jerk which is um, which is amazing mm. i was really surprised when you told me that's what you yeah, were going for 122 and a half was my best ever clean and jerk and it was so close like yeah all the so perils annoying there, how close was there. Was, yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't hard that was the worst bit of it that's why it didn't look hard no yeah so it is uh, uh, when we get focused like this it, you can surprise you yourself can what really you can achieve yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah it's going to be a brilliant three months of training for those yeah, two I can't wait for that um, here yeah. which one are you looking forward to most snatcher or 20.5 um, I haven't practiced muscle ups in a couple of years because I try and save my shoulders yeah so you know, in the back of my mind I'm like I wouldn't mind a muscle up just going back and having a look at that again that would be fun but then also snatching is my favorite thing in the whole world so um it's hard to beat that as a just as as a technical goal getting lots of practice um so both of them there's something to, to get the teeth into there yeah really a lot of fun what about the other two then you know they're coming up between now and and game day we have this this mono chipper 
thousand meter row, two thousand bike, and then the three hundred double unders. Double unders were not included in the last quarter, so they were in the program even when not focused on. Now they become a focus. I was really happy with the lack of double unders over the, <laughs> la- over the last three months, um, and I'm quite sad that they're back. So no, it's it's this. This is where we can see real progress over the next three months. Uh, how how you improve this workout is to get, or how you improve um, for this one is getting your double unders more efficiently, getting more together. That's where you can see real progress. So we have new ropes. That's loads of people come in this week and done there. Last night we had a few people in with new ropes. Um, and we're ready to take on the challenge. Um, so it's the real focus point mm. for the next three months. I think a new rope is a great shout. Yeah. If you don't have your own rope, it can be the game changer. Because you just get a rope that you get used to the the weight of it, the length of the rope, the rhythm of it, and it can, can yeah. make a big difference. Uh, so I think that's a good shout. Um, the double unders thing for me is it's always been, I think there's no real reason why everyone can't do them. It's a practice thing. Yeah. Not, not to judge yeah. you there, Elaine, yeah, for a I second. Know. <laughs> I know. It's a practice thing, right? And we, we do have to manage the amount of practice we do, but I think everybody has the ability to do it right now it's just about putting it together some people find it really hard to put it together and it takes longer but i think in the next three months if you hate them and you avoid them i think you can definitely do them and then they'll become your favorite thing of all time it's kind of like snatching is a bit like that 100 percent. everyone hates it when they learn it first and then when they get over a hump it's like now you can't take this away from me so um i think there's a big opportunity there what about gwen then this like is a wild workout. It's wild. I think it's my favorite of all the girl workouts. Yeah. I think it's um, real old school and real like old school as hell. So this is pre Grace, like one of the first ones ever programmed. And the weird thing is, and everyone finds this hard to get their head around. It's not for time. Yeah, that's the weird bit, because people still go, okay, it's for weight, right? But how fast should I yeah. do it? Yeah, <laughs> I was like as slow as possible. Yeah, is what yeah, you yeah. should do it. Use up all the time cap. Yeah, so we're gonna have a twenty-minute window. And in that 20 minutes, you have to do 15 unbroken clean and jerks, 12 unbroken clean and jerks, and nine unbroken clean and jerks. All the same weight. And it's touch and go off the floor. If you miss a rep, if you re-grip on the floor, it's a zero, and you have to try and redo that Start set. again. Um, What's the heaviest you've ever seen someone do this at? Do you know what? I'm struggling to remember the weights that I've seen people do. Because we've done it a few times here. Yeah. We actually, like Sheila just reminded me, I think we did it about a year ago in comp class and it's it's largely a grip test and people find it really hard to know what weight to go at but i've seen some really strong athletes who can go unbroken on grace or close to unbroken on grace uh, and then they're doing like only 10 kilos above grace weight for the 15 12 9. so like 70 80 for men would be really bloody heavy um anywhere from 35 to 45 50 for women would be really heavy um so yeah, I mean, it's really hard. It's once you get started on that set, it's hard to finish it. So, um, what do you think, James? Have you done it before? I, I'm pretty sure I have, and I have like 72 and a half or something in my head. That's what I've done, and I don't know why that number's there. I can't find any evidence of me having done it before. But whenever you said the workout to me, I was like, Gwen, which one's Gwen? You explained it, and I was like, oh, I've definitely done that. Yeah. But I can't remember. I, I'd love to hit like 80 plus on whenever we finally test it. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a there's a real sex appeal to this workout of like, there's a grip thing, there's a viable cycling thing, and then there's that 
mental toughness of who fucking did just hold it's on to the bar who wants this Come it's on. a fight like yeah nothing i love else. that it is a fight there's a video of uh two women doing it i am um, just recently posted by crossfit we'll post that and i think watching that will give you a sense of it it's a monster it's the mental toughness aspect side of it that i'm really uh excited to both coach and improve my that's my weakest area is definitely my my mental game uh at this stage because i know i can lift heavy but it's just hold on to that bloody bar but i'm really excited to coach like my bar focus on barbell cycling and that re-grip um yeah like rest finding resting the, positions yeah. with the bar on your body that's someone asked thing. me last night can you rest it overhead i was like why why would you want <laughs> to rest it overhead well, well if you have a great overhead position <laughs> some people find that resting yeah but i think i think that you hit the nail on the head there it's the the training that's going to get come from the test is the fun bit we're going to do so much barbell cycling i'm going to get good at it um so yeah i think it's going to be a really good quarter programmed aggressively like it, p people are sending me messages it's almost like confrontational programming like go get your double unders let's get a muscle up let's get really strong with a barbell let's snatch like it's all the things but the other side of that is like picture someone who can snatch really heavy hang on to a heavy barbell for cleaning jerks do how many double unders is it 300 300 and then can do ring muscle ups like you just picture that athlete you're like oh, that's a fucking athlete that's a super athlete yeah that's a superstar like we're yeah, just 100%. building fucking supermen, superwomen, super people. <laughs> Good save. So uh, <laughs> one more. Uh, so that's game day next quarter. We've won another announcement. Just another reminder. Boo breakfast is coming up June 1st. So July 1st. And uh, it's Dylan Hotel. And we have 17 people booked into that already. So I can't wait for I this. I can't wait for this. You're nervous about it. I'm a bit nervous. It's yeah. outside of uh, my normal. And I have to host the thing. Yeah. and I see the list of people I'm like they're all really well read they're going to be like they eat me for breakfast in terms we're of we're not stuff. no I was telling my sister I was going she was like what are you crazy like you will be so lost there <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait I'm really excited yeah and, and I think that's the thing like there's definitely some people who have a more of a philosophical background they've read an awful lot and they can wax lyrical I can't wait to listen to those people I just sit and absorb because I'm definitely not that. But if you're curious about these ideas, that's all that matters. Because you can sit and you can ask questions, you can give your humble opinion on everything, and we get to know each other that way. You get to know yourself a little bit, and it's just a nice morning of um, opening up the mind to new ideas. So there's a few more spots left if anyone wants them. Um, where can people book that, I wonder? Is it, it's oh, the sign-in sheet is on the link in Waterfire from yeah we must put that ag up again so we'll yeah. put it again on uh on, on what if i will email it out yeah. to everybody so if anyone's interested oh we could put the link under the podcast oh that's a good idea it's in the announcements on so it's under the announcement section on Wattify, so everyone can see that on your home page on today uh, like uh, like and that stays there every day it's there every day yeah. okay well that's easy then okay yeah so if you're interested or if you've got questions about it definitely let us know um yeah there was one actually there was one thing people were, were asking like what are you going to be talking about and i have no idea <laughs> 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 but but i, I kind of do um and to give you an example so jose we're not gonna be talking about fitness we're not gonna be yeah. probably not fitness but more about uh life and living the good life i think is a, a good way to frame it and that's all sorts of ideas around that um 
Jose asks these questions. He comes in with the group yeah. and, and asks like one of the questions. My favorite question to ask Jose is, "Have you any questions?" Yeah, he he asked me one. He asked you one the other day, um, which was, "Oh, let me just think for a second. Oh, yeah, if, if there was an answer to a question, what was that one? Yeah, if you could have the answer to any question." What would the question be? What would the question be? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is an amazing question because yeah. you're like, I don't know. I think my answer was, what should I do? Yeah, what should I do? No, no, that's <laughs> the worst question ever. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny seeing because everyone, I've, I've noticed the people I have asked that question to have been like, oh, this is really obvious, but, and then they say something and I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. Everyone has. What was your answer? So my initial one was, um, am I going to be a grandfather someday? Like, oh yeah like will Paige yeah. have kids or will I have more kids that have kids and Jose didn't like that answer so he rephrased the question <laughs> this is how it goes but this like, is how it goes but then other people Kat Corkin was like what's the meaning to life and like oh oh Jesus yeah, but she question, she rolled yeah. her eyes as she said it she was like the obvious one you know I was like oh I didn't think of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, this is an example of something that gets a discussion going we're probably going to have a few ideas that are a bit more developed we'll probably explain that to everybody who's there and then have like specific questions to discuss on the on the morning i think it should be a lot of fun so if you're interested get signed up okay crew let's move on we've got programming to discuss i'm we excited have, for this we have seven days and i'm gonna i'm gonna blast through the seven days here okay so pe everyone gets an idea of what the week looks like and then i'm gonna get your opinion on ones you're really looking forward to. Okay, so let's talk uh, Monday. We have heavy push jerks, and then we're going to a Metcon with like max rep sets of push jerks. So it's gonna be really strong overhead. We're training for Gwen here. We're getting that full body uh, strength going, and then those big sets with the jerks as well. So we build a lot of full body strength there. Tuesday, we have a heavy day with back squat doubles, lots of doubles. We're gonna build the leg strength. Wednesday then, really interesting workout. Myself and Amy worked on this one together. We have double unders with a dumbbell complex. So we're moving the dumbbell with cleans and snatches, and there's a complex of reps that builds and builds and builds. It looks like kind of complicated written down, but I think it should be a lot of fun to do. On the Thursday then, we have a pull-up day with ring muscle-ups in mind. We're gonna do strict pull-ups with biking, we're gonna do ring rows with biking, and we're gonna do barbell curls, bicep curls with biking. So we're gonna be building that upper body pulling strength. Friday comes in and we have an amazing day, power clean 3RM into like AMRAP in nine minutes of sets of nine unbroken cleans. Again, Gwen in mind, but obviously building a lot of strength there. Saturday, a really old classic which we haven't done in a long time, which is Fight Gone Bad, amazing workout. There's a whole story behind it, but that one's an all-out conditioning. A lot of fun, very difficult workout. And then Sunday comes, <laughs> we have uh, wall walks and running, which might not sound that appealing, but when you see it written down, what a challenge that is. That's gonna be a fun one. So that's our seven days, lads. Uh, so my question, uh, as so let's, let's talk about it from an athlete point of view. You're gonna do a workout which one are you looking forward to most? Back squats. <laughs> Bring on Tuesday. I love a heavy day. Uh, I love back squats and I'm, I love just, the form. Just for here. context, every week when we talk about programming, Elaine suggests we should do some back squats. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to program. No, I'll talk about that a different day. But I have the I have the best idea for um, programming, and it's a back squat <laughs> and deadlift. So you you back squat till you die, and then it falls, and then you deadlift <laughs> until you die. I seen a video of a Chinese athlete do this. He like 70, 69 kilo lifter, teeny tiny little Chinese human being, unracked two hundred and fifty kilos, squatted it, dropped it, chalked his hands then deadlifted it and both reps are fucking perfect and i was like that would be a good workout build up to a heavy squat and deadlift everyone stole, stole your idea stole my idea i think it's the best idea ever anyhow i'll bring that to programming school in a few weeks time um so yeah heavy i, I like the format of this it's 10 sets of uh, two and old elaine used to look at this like 2RM, 2RM, save yourself to that last set, get the highest score on the leaderboard. But I am um, really looking, going to aim for consistency across all sets, try to be heavy from the start and not focus on, let's try get a one kilo PB here. That's not what it's about. It's um, getting my legs stronger and that's going to be to be really heavy across all 10 sets. Do you ever think, like I always feel like so, so uh, preachy to people when I'm, Tell them now. This is not two rep yeah. max. <laughs> Don't PB today. today. Like, and I, I'm not sure people get why. I think like people think, yeah, I get it. But the heavier I lift, the stronger I get, and that is true. Yeah. But there's multiple ways of getting stronger, yeah. and if we can accumulate way more volume. Yeah. If you just look at total volume lifted, like if you do ten sets of two at a hundred, it adds up to whatever many thousand kilos. I think, I think it's 2,000. 2,000. <laughs> but you compare that to, say, going 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, and then one back two, down. One yeah. Up, yeah. But then back down to 90 because you're tired, like the total volume lifted. And it's like some powerlifters literally base their training off total weekly volume. It's like, I need to move this many kilos in my deadlift. And if they feel beat up, they go lighter, but do more sets. And if they feel good, like there's a whole way of training around that. Yeah, it's a total power output, isn't it? And if the body's output of more power, it's probably got more work done. Is that the score that day, Jamie? That would be a lovely score. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, our, we do have a score for that day. And it is every set you get to put a score in for. So whatever you accumulate. So it is total volume. It awesome. is total volume. Yeah, that, that is going to be a good day. And it's just what we have in the notes for that is this just gets us better at everything else and if you think about it, let's not get better at back squatting let's get better at everything else by back squatting really heavy all the way through okay that's a good shout james what's your pick oh we were, we went for a coffee before this and we were talking about it and i listed just about every workout <laughs> you did you <laughs> so did like friday's unreal power clean 3rm whoever does a 3rm power clean so that's whopper um followed by sets of nine touch and go reps so direct training for Gwen said earlier I wanted to get better at that fight gone bad what a classic uh, so you've done that a, a bazillion times. times like the knowing the suffering that you can put yourself through on that and the fact that there's sumo deadlift hypos in it I don't think I've ever 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 actually coached that uh, back in my days of running classes in different gyms it was here's a sumo deadlift hypo three two and go but getting to coach that would be fun Sunday, yeah, the it's a fun one to coach. Yeah. It is, yeah. Sunday has the wall walks and the running. I think. I know, yeah, but I <laughs> You're think just doing it again. I know, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pick Sunday. the The wall walks and the running, because it's to the ladder. Like the the wall walks goes two, four, six, eight, ten, and twelve. You said that's forty two altogether. Forty two wall walks in a workout. That's horrendous. So mean, but I love it. And then 
the running also goes up at the same time. 200, 200, 400, 400, then 800. That looking, that's just rest for the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 800 meter runs, yeah. you're like, oh, I have 12 wall walks to do after this. Yeah, I think as soon as I seen that, I said this to you yesterday whenever I first seen it, that is an amazing workout. That's a, it's a 22 minute cap and I think you said, is that long enough? Yeah, is it long enough? Because I'm like, how long is that? Because two wall walks is going to take me four seconds. That's fine. But I know I'm going to want to start shuffling on the running and the set of the 8, the 10 and the 12 wall walks. You've done a lot of work up to then. Not so you're gonna yeah. go real you're gonna wanna go really slow. Yeah, I think so. And it's really hard to time cap that one. It's hard to know if that's too long or too short. I think it's about right, but let's see. Yeah, I think that's gonna be one of those workouts where you have some freaks who finish it in fourteen minutes. Yeah, and then there's other people who are stuck get, on the eights. Get capped on the eights, yeah. Yeah, it'll be that sort of a thing. Yeah, it's a cool one. That uh, for me I'm kind of in the toss up between that one and uh I was also looking at the power cleans love that like those sets of nine oh, man that's gonna suck isn't i feel it? like i haven't mentioned wednesday either wednesday's an unreal workout well yeah the, the wednesday one i think as i said earlier it's i think it's gonna be fun so we do a complex of it like a dumbbell clean with the right hand and then you go into a dumbbell snatch with the same hand then switch over to the other side and do a dumbbell clean with the left and then do the bus snatch and those four reps is a con- are the complex and every time you come back to it you have to do another complex so it'll be two complexes three complexes so that's going to compound real fast you're going to be doing like like 30 40 reps before you could, you're allowed to put the dumbbell down and if you put it down you have to start that set again it's oh a i fail. didn't know that oh wow. it's a complex that's the whole point so you have to really think about am i ready to start this thing um, and we're going to do like multiple rounds of the multiple rounds as well it's very meta but <laughs> it should be fun and I think once you get into the class I wouldn't worry about so much understanding everything from reading it the coach will explain it it'll be pretty straightforward but I think that should be a fun one I think though my pick is Monday so I look at Monday we have paused push jerks so we're pausing in the catch on the third rep of every set for three seconds so we do a set of three as heavy as we can last rep we hold it and in that hold, my favorite thing there is doing the self-coaching. This is that bit of autonomy in your own head. Are my elbows as locked out as possible? Is my grip as strong as I can? Are my shoulders slightly elevated? Are my hips back and down? Can I sit lower? And you, the micro effort to just improve everything every set is where the progress is. Plus, we get to go heavy, which is always fun. And then when we do all that, we're going to a 10-minute piece where we do a max rep set we go to like failure or almost failure put it down and then we have to do box jump overs box step overs 10 reps of each before we go back to the barbell so this is going to get i would imagine that first set will be big and then they're going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and we have to fight to try and keep the size in the sets and i think the shoulders are going to be hanging off us um you also think though the box jump overs and the box step overs along with the legs might be a little sneaky like the legs might be really yeah i think i'll make it really hard there yeah yeah we so had a conversation sorry after one lunch class recently and we were like you know you associate some people with certain movements so like you think of amy and you think of handstand push-ups or snatch right they're the things you think of it elaine and it's back squats yeah but you think of i think of jamie and push-ups because there seems t- yeah really yeah the the I've never done so many in all my life as since I started working and training here. 
but then even if I think back to a lot of the coach development sessions that we do, it's the sort of movement that keeps cropping up because, I don't know, maybe because it's a lower skill compared to snatch, but then it transfers across. There's so many principles so many involved. Principles. Yeah, there is, yeah. really is an awful but lot of I think of, if, I, if, I, if Jamie was a movement, <laughs> 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 he'd be a pusher. <laughs> what would you be? I'd be a back squat. What would you be? Kat Corkin said I was a clean and I was like but I think I would pick me as a workout and it would be Diane that's just your favourite workout I know yeah but I'm really (laughs) fucking good at it too okay (laughs) but I look at some people and I think of like there's maybe uh, I think of Christopher and I just think of hard effort cardio classes oh it's trusters Christopher loves trusters and he's the only person I've ever met who loves them Oh, that's a good shout. So, yeah. I have a different perspective of him. It was just like hard effort, max effort workouts. Like he has that power endurance where he can really kill himself in a three-minute workout, shake it off, and do it again. Yeah, and I think of that with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a jerk. That's for you. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> Knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay, super. <laughs> okay, so yeah, a fun week ahead, and I think. There's so much progress to be made and we got to think, let's not miss any weeks of progress. So when game day rolls around, we can go in feeling as confident as we can. Okay, that's programming. If you've got feedback on how we cover it versus the daily one, we'd love to hear it. There is a Q&A box in our Spotify now. So if you go in, if you're listening to this on the Spotify app, open it up and just scroll down. And, you'll and see it should be you can uh, drop a comment if in. you could let us know that would be fantastic or you can message yeah. I know for Jamie the last time we got feedback about half the people said we'd love the, a long form weekly one where you discuss it and then the other half said we'd love a daily one so I'm expecting the same again okay daily um, right let's get some recommendations in we're going to do one each this week um, and that's either something you've watched that you think people will get something from or read or listened to uh, up for first Elaine what have you got for us um, so I'm going with watching this week. Um, I recommend watching Black Mirror. Um, it's the Great season show. six has been announced on Netflix. I haven't got to watch it yet. Um, but what I do recommend, if you haven't watched it, is to go back and watch from season one. Um, so it's like a satire, d- dark. I'm very bad at describing it's, it's it. It's a strange fest. It's str- yeah, strange fest is a very good word. And I remember the first episode or the first season that I watched, I was like, what? This is so weird. I was so uncomfortable watching it. Um, and that's what I love about it. It made me, I had so many questions afterwards. Um, and I cannot binge watch it because I would have an existential crisis afterwards, which is another thing that I love about it. I can only handle one episode at a time. And then I have to go off and Google, you know, what would happen if my eyes got replaced by uh, <laughs> robots or, you know, all these other things. Um, but highly recommend um, giving it a go. And one episode in particular that I rewatched last week was uh, the Christmas special White Christmas with John Hamm. Um, and there's two different types of technology in it uh one of them is where a cookie you replace you implant a cookie into your brain it's called a cookie and essentially you can extract your own like ai and put it into you know create your own uh alexa right essentially and on the face of it you're like this sounds amazing so alexa or elaine would control the temperature of my house would put on my toast would do my coffee but elaine is real and elaine lives within the 
AI, the, the, the egg thing and she's having a <laughs> terrible time. <laughs> so what if Alexa's real? And she's really yeah. not liking being trapped in there. Yeah. The AI and is it conscious? Is it's it conscious. Co- is it a sentient being? Correct. It's a huge. It's a huge debate at the moment, and yeah. and it is terrifying because we could have this unco- this all this suffering going on in these black boxes. Exactly. It's really terrifying. But on the sur- on the surface, you'd be like, Jesus, I would love that. And the other piece of technology is in this episode is called Z Eyes or Z Eyes, and essentially everyone agreed to get some sort of something put into their optic nerve and their eye which then you can like make phone calls you can order shopping but the biggest thing is you can block people <laughs> right so, you, so one so you day see you, them. you annoy me and i'm just like do you know what you're gone jamie and i just go gone and then you appear like a fuzzy gray object and you're just there like trying to talk to me but you're gone you're dead to me and i don't ever have to turn you back on and you could be like Elena, i have something to really important to tell you but i will never know and you're just oh. gone forever. Oh my god! Yeah, but then the other. So then the but end. Can, but you can't switch people back on. Yeah, but you have no control over that. So yeah. I could just be like, I've had enough of you. You're gone. It's so damn it, like dangerous. But it was uh, presented in another format in this episode where uh, this guy was, um, what was he? A bit of a peeping tom. So oh. he uh, had to do some jail time. But instead of jail time, everyone got switched off. So he would walk around. And he could not interact oh, with anybody. Isolated. Everybody was these grey blurs. And then he appeared as a big red. <laughs> oh, crazy. And you're like, God, this is a good idea instead of locking people up. But no, it's really scary. So yeah, go question your oh lives. Go that, watch that, that Black That was quite Mirror. a roller coaster we just went on. Um, <laughs> I feel a little bit anxious after that. I'm not watching it. Yeah. I generally watch I generally watch things to make me feel a little bit. That's why I'm, I'm slow with succession at the minute. Because I'm like, it doesn't make me feel better after watching that. And I like watching things that I don't do scary movies. Like Jill hasn't watched a scary movie since we started seeing each other. <laughs> we just, that has made me terrified. And it's a great, you've actually summarized it so well. Because they're all independent stories. They don't like the season doesn't follow one episode to another. It's like a little short story. So you know you can watch it and it's over. You don't have to kind of, you could just pick a random one and it'll be an in, like a, a interesting thing on its own. And it's always challenging. You always come away saying, oh, Jesus, mind bending. Yeah. I've watched the first three episodes of the new season. Oh, the first two are so good. Like it gets better. I think the guy who writes it, same guy who writes them all. Just he's he's a bit of a genius. I think they're really thought provoking, but they are uncomfortable. But not in the awful way, more in the like get your thinking about th- things from a new perspective sort of way. Yeah. So definitely I would back that recommendation up. James, what have you got? Um, I have a podcast again because I listen to them more than anything else. So there's one, I haven't even finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. I nearly sent it to you yesterday actually, but I thought I'd save it for this. So it's the Ritual podcast and the guest is Chris Paul, who is a very famous basketball player. He's His nickname is the Point God. Is his position oh, nice. is Point Guard that's how good he is but he's never won a ring he's like the greatest player to never win a ring there's arguments around that the podcast is called Do The Work um, and th- what I love about it is I really like him as a person because in basketball the people I know about really well are Michael Jordan who was an asshole Kobe Bryant who was a bit of an asshole to people and LeBron who I imagine is also <laughs> a bit of an asshole and there's this theme of like they're the greatest but they've sacrificed like relationships and friendships and even being liked by people 
Whereas this podcast starts, and I started watching it on YouTube, but it starts with Chris like casually sitting down away from the mic. He sounds like this, and he's asking Rich and his team about the training that they're doing because your man who hosts the podcast is an ultra endurance athlete. And he's there as one of the best basketball players in the world who's just released a book, so he's there to get asked about, like he's promoting himself. But he's there asking them about the training that they do. And he's like, I know we'll get into me, but... Like, oh, the curiosity this guy he's has. He's just interested. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking unreal. I love that. And then when it does get into him, there's just little things that he says and he talks about. And one of the things he actually talks about, this is why I wanted to send it to you, was he... Basketball players do this thing really well where they, they train up younger players. So he's talking about he's meeting this kid who's still in high school, goes to the gym with him every night, practices basketball, whatever. And he trains his son as well. And he's really harsh on his son. And he says, son is sick of him saying this one word, and it's details. He's like, details, details, details. So if they're practicing a drill, he gave the example of, if you're practicing a drill and they're going for three-point shots, like if your toe touches the line, it's two points. It's not three. He's like, but if we're practicing the drill, it's fucking nothing. So if his son goes for a jump shot, his toe's on the line, he's like, doesn't count, do it again, details. And it's like, just those little things that add up that make him such an amazing player. I was like, oh, this is, this is where it goes. So yeah, I, I'm loving it. He so you can, you can weigh, with, where's my details? That's what the Yeah, so it sparks that in it. And then it, he, gets, he gets really emotional and it starts crying at one point because he's like, oh, the, he has missed, he's got, three kids he's like i've missed birthdays i miss christmases he's like and i do it to provide but there's a very selfish thing as well where he, he wants to be the greatest basketball player so he's he's very aware of this internal tussle and it's like i fucking relate to that there's constant arguments at home of you work too much you don't work enough and blah 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 so yeah it's a podcast that i'm just like this is a guy who's very self-aware at the top of his game in a thing that's so niche but so fucking skillful i'm like there's lessons to be learned here so it's it's really really cool. sounds good it's sounds long good. though it's like two hours long you're gonna drop a link for that i'll drop a link in the po- in this podcast for that podcast Amazing. he's promoting other podcasts in this podcast <laughs> what are we doing daily okay i've got a quick recommendation this is to read something i got into during the lockdown months was reading short stories we did a, a triple challenge one of the months which was uh, you do three things for yourself each day and we posted it on our Instagram every day. And it was always like the workout of the day was one. So that's something you can do for yourself. A second thing was for your recovery. So that could be we, we'd post a video for like rolling out or it could be a meditation or something like that. And then there was a third thing, which was um, like something for to improve your overall well-being. Like one day we had to draw a koala bear and we had a step-by-step of how you draw a koala bear video and everyone drew them and dropped them in. I've seen you comments. post these photos on social media of the pictures and stuff people were drawing because I was following you on social media at the time and I oh, remember yeah, thinking, yeah. that gym is so weird. But now I look <laughs> at it. But now I know context behind it. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah. So, uh, and, and we had a recommendation like for reading or listening or something often as well. And one of the things... Um, like might be a poem one day here go read a poem because we have nothing else to fucking do right um, so we had to like open people open up our minds here's some new things that we could nourish our souls with right so one of the things was short stories I started reading like I just googled what are the best short stories of all time because there's famous ones 
some of them are short like in inverted commas it takes you fucking a day to read it but some of them are really short and one that i came across there for the first time was the three questions it's a little short story it takes about 10 minutes or less to read it and it's uh, leo tolstoy so like it's a little parable right um i think it was Mihal Tolak or Wojciech both engaged with me on it when I posted because I think they would have read it in school growing up and you know it's like the shortest simplest little story and whenever I read it I've read it like four or five times since you know you take a few minutes out it always just gets me like ah settle back down again and I have a takeaway which I'm not sure is the was meant to be <laughs> but my takeaway is like you can theorize till the, te- the cows come home but it's like when you get on with it get on with it it's when all the good stuff happens that's what my takeaway is and it's a nice little reminder for me i just think it's written so simply it's such a, a lovely little story and um you can just find it on web it's really simple so i recommend if you've got 10 minutes and you've got nothing to do pick it up and see what you think what's it called again jamie the three questions lovely There'll be a link to it in the podcast as well. There you go. Amazing. Okay, crew. Um, that's our recommendations. Uh, let's let's talk about a weekly shout-out. So normally we'd have like a long list of people. We've done a little differently this week. We've all gathered uh, like different shout-outs from different coaches. And we've looked through them and said, like, let's give one shout-out, highlight one person's um, whatever they're doing this week that might inspire someone else to do something. And... The nomination actually came from you this week, Elaine. So do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Um, so nomination, or uh, the, yeah, the nomination this week is Dara Fanning. Uh, so Dara, he's a big, powerful uh, athlete and he has just come back from injury. So he injured his back earlier on this year and he's always been strong um, and sometimes it's brute force that's gotten him, you know, through uh, several workouts. But since he's come back from injury, he's really had to dial in on his technique. Uh, and focus more and strip back the weights and the you know it's all coming through fruition now his technique has improved massively uh, across gymnastics weightlifting across everything he loves running he can't wait to come in this sunday i can uh, to do this run um he just his mindset it's been a mindset shift from how how heavy can i lift how fast can i go doesn't really matter what it looks like to really dialing in on his technique yeah I, I think i think that's interesting because you know when people are naturally powerful it gets them so far mm. and they trust it so much like yeah i get that there's technique that could get me better but look what I can do with all of this. Yeah. (laughs) Brute strength. Brute force and ignorance (laughs) gets me a long way. And it's probably getting me a long way past other people too. So you're like, I'm actually doing better without your, like, I'm not going to worry about so much. Then it costs him something, right? Interrupts his training. And he he realized, oh yeah, okay. It's not cost free. Yeah. Just doing that. And he, he takes the hard step, which a lot of people don't do which is say, I'm going to dial back and get the technique sharpened up. Yeah. And it's paying off. Oh, hugely. And getting upside down has been, a, he's always been great at wall walks, but handstands he's really struggled with. And open gym, you come to open gym Monday to Friday, uh, Dara Fanning is upside down and really just making small small steps every day, but doing it all in the right order. It used to be like, I'm going to do a bar muscle up today. <laughs> okay, Dara. <laughs> uh, so he's really, really focused on uh, the steps and uh, he's got he's got some big goals this year and we can't wait to help him get there. Deadly good man, Dara. 
Okay, well done. Um, okay, lads, finally we've got it. Overrated, underrated. Let's finish with this today. Right, so remember the rules here, Elaine. I struggle with the concept of one word. <laughs> <laughs> and with the concept of underrated yeah. or overrated. <laughs> I'm still confused, so we'll see what comes out, okay? <laughs> okay, so our first question today is, underrated or overrated, training with a hangover? My initial response is underrated, but I could be wrong, okay? <laughs> underrated. James. Overrated. And I'm going to go with overrated. I just can't wait to hear Elaine explain what she actually means <laughs> so we can tell her whether she thinks it's underrated or overrated. <laughs> okay, so the reason I say underrated is because then you're just delaying it until Monday. So just go do something on Sunday. Training is, you know, this is where the line blurs. I don't necessarily, you're not going to train with, effectively with a hangover, but you can still move at, try to move well do some form of movement some form of sweat some form of something so does that mean i'm underrated no you're Overra am i yeah, right you're 100 percent right <laughs> uh, so yeah otherwise it's delayed i'll get i'm getting a high five here uh, otherwise you're just delaying it until monday and then your monday training will be shit house and you know it the, the cycle will continue yeah. so just get up monday morning and go for a walk run something so did i say sunday morning sunday morning yeah sunday because you were already starting late is yeah. that what you're saying yeah okay Elaine only has hangovers on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. I, typically, when I have a hangover, it's a. I, I, I either drink very little, like I have my glass of wine or I share a bottle of wine with Jill on a Friday, or I go all out. And you don't have a hangover from the little bit? No. N nothing. Like maybe residual effects if I haven't ate well that day or whatever, but not a real hangover, just a bit tired. But if I go out, I'm like dying the next day the thought of going to the gym no way not a hope in hell i've done workouts hungover before and i just can't do it i i really admire people who can do it but i'm like i need rest recovery naps more stress on the body is just the opposite of what i need i try my damnedest to get some good food into me but <laughs> generally i get loads of calories loads of water loads of fizzy drinks whatever sits well with me and uh, training is the furthest thing from my mind that helps me feel better so overrated okay yeah okay i think i'm yeah elaine's half convinced me now this is a problem i do think getting it done and out of the way early is a good shout it's not necessarily for the day it's the next day i think that's a pretty good idea but i never do that <laughs> <laughs> so in my 20s i did it all the time it would have been if i'm if i go out next day let's go and sweat this thing out and it would be a really proactive thing but not anymore i don't i don't have a hangover very regularly and when i do kind of like that the only thing i want i actually quite enjoy it because i'm like i can't do anything today <laughs> it's very rare I'm, I'm just like okay i'm gonna do as little as possible today which is a rare thing for me and i kind of take it as a right there you go let's just switch off the brain because I, I find that difficult. So uh, I think from a, here, here's what happens to me in the afternoon, say the Sunday afternoon, I feel like doing something. I always get an urge and I wanna move. I get up and I feel myself air squatting, right? Okay, maybe I'll, and I get like 4% into a warm up 
I'm like, no. <laughs> so I always feel like moving, but not actually any stress. I think that's the thing. So uh, no thanks for me. I think I'd prefer the, like you said, the fizzy drink and the ice cream will do it. Best thing for a hangover is a dip. Oh, Lord. Not Here she goes back. again. Here she goes Overrated. <laughs> okay, well, we'll take your word for it. I think I, I've heard that said a lot. Yeah. But it's kind of like a workout, right? It's really good for you. But One more. Overrated, underrated. You ready, Elaine? I'm so excited for this one. Okay. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, dessert. Underrated. Overrated. It's controversial, isn't it? Elaine's jaw has dropped. <laughs> I've got so many um, problems in my head now. Pick <laughs> a word, pick a word. Um... Overrated. Why am I by myself all the no, time? No, so I'm going to go first here, right? Okay. I always have dessert. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, this is not like, oh, you shouldn't have dessert. I am the worst. I have a sweet tooth. When I go out for a meal, it's like dessert is my favorite bit. It's amazing. But I also know it's the bit that makes me feel bad after a meal. And I also know that if I wait five minutes, the urge will go away. But I usually don't, right? <laughs> I usually just go for it. But I do think, so I think it's overrated and it makes me feel bad and I could just wait and I won't even want one anymore. But it doesn't stop me. Elaine. It's the best meal of the day. <laughs> it's the most important meal of the day. <laughs> it makes me happy. It is, you know, it's a palate cleanser. And it's <laughs> there's, so, there's, there's so many incorrect things you're saying, but okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a meal. It's a meal. It's joy. It's pure. Yeah, I love dessert. But should I have a couple of less desserts? Have you got your favorite Probably. one? Probably. Oh, anything with chocolate. Right. Not anything. apple tart. Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, we won't talk about the apple tart. Not on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I won't admit chocolate. to that. Just chocolate. Anything with chocolate. Okay. Um, sticky toffee pudding, pavlova, right. chocolate mostly. Many favourites. Many favourites. And why? Life's too fucking short, okay. right? Life is too short. Eat the, if you want the, if you want the dessert, eat the dessert and just worry about it later on. Just, just okay. go for a walk later. James. The, the opposite of what it means. <laughs> I feel Judgey James yeah. is about to come out now. It's only because I care. I know. I, I know. love you loads. Um, what was the dessert <laughs> overrated? Yeah, the best part of going out for a meal is going somewhere really nice that does really good food. Not, like, not fucking dessert. So the main course, the is, main your course is the bit you look forward to. That's the thing, yeah. Right. right. If the, the starter can be good, the wine can be good, the dessert can be good, if the main course is shit, I'm not going back. Straight yeah. up. So and that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like you could have an amazing dessert. You're like, I'm not going back there. But I do remember a restaurant I went to in Berlin. Must be nine years ago, because of the dessert. Mm. So it does. It can have that impact too, right? Yeah, and it's one of those. Um, you always want to leave on a high. Like Fiona Barry was telling me, she went to Amsterdam, which is the it's a two star Michelin restaurant, and they do eighteen courses. Now it's teeny tiny little that sounds stressful. It's phenomenal food. But she was like, the eighteenth course was shit. 
and oh. it's not fucking cheap whenever you go to those places so she left like had 17 amazing dishes and went yeah. and there's a whole phrase for that isn't there like you can go on holidays to a hotel for a yeah, week your final day. and it can be terrible and then you can be walking out the front door going I fucking hated this place and yeah. they can just give you a good hey did you enjoy your stay let me carry your bags and you'd be like actually they were really nice and the last thing leaves the biggest impact as a coach in my early days i just made sure for the last two or three minutes of a class i got a smile off everybody i was just like oh that was a really bad day i'm going to get a fist bump and a smile and tell everyone how amazing they were and it's like people just keep coming back that way there's a way to be tactical with that yeah <laughs> and there is a lot of business advice that is like like just do the last thing around <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah as long as people you know just don't yeah. leave a sour taste in people's mouth yeah yeah Deadly right. So that's dessert. I'd love to hear what people think about that one. That's going to divide opinion. <laughs> okay. As usual, I'm the only one talking sense in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Okay, I think that that's today. That's what's today, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a long one. Thanks, you. That's a long one. Have a great week training, everybody.